um, you know, we pitched the idea of, okay, so when these people fill out, I have a pet, we're going to send them a dog bone or catnip if they actually sign up for the service and, and basically thanking them, you know, for using our service. And, uh, you know, we did it a few times. It, I mean, $100 worth of bones and, you know, dollar envelopes. And it, it, it costs us about $2, $2.50 in one. But, yeah. I mean, immediately the feedback was, was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for sending this. I'm going to make sure to share this on social media. Grab a cup of coffee, a notepad, and a pen. Coffee's for closers only. It's time to talk marketing. Stick around, pal. I still got a lot to teach you. Each week, we bring you some of the best marketing conversations with entrepreneurs who are outthinking, outperforming, and out-earning their competition. No frills, no fluff. And now your host, Jonathan Taylor. All right, well, welcome back to the show this week. I'm your host, Jonathan Taylor, and we're talking marketing this week with Gene Caballero. And uh, it's really interesting, kind of the marketing strategies he's using to grow his business. And uh, first of all, he's got a really great, great business. He's going to be talking about that today. But Gene Caballero, he is the founder of GreenPal, uh, and you can find him over at yourgreenpal.com. He connects homeowners with pre-screen lawn care professionals and provides uh, lawn pros with an easy way to find uh, new customers, schedule appointments, and um, get paid after each cut. So they're kind of like the Uber of lawn care, which I love. And uh, we're going to be talking about how he launched his business and how he's grown it to uh, what he's projecting about a million in gross revenue just after four years this year, looking ahead, uh, about a million in gross revenue uh, from this service. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. Gene, I'm, I'm really happy to have you on the show, man. Um, Gene's over in Nashville, which is just kind of right down the road from uh, not too far down the road from me. So it's always fun to uh, be talking to almost like a neighbor. Uh, we live in the same <laughs> state. So uh, Gene, thanks for coming, man. It's good to have you on. No problem. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Before we start into uh, talking about your business, GreenPal, and some of the things you guys are doing to uh, hit uh, this enormous growth that you've had over the last four years, maybe back up and let's talk about yourself, uh, Gene, and uh, kind of a little bit about your background and what you do before starting GreenPal. And, uh, you know, just talking with you before the interview, you sound like an entrepreneur uh, by heart. So I know uh, I know how that is. Um, if you would share a little bit about your background and kind of what led you into starting this business. Yeah, so um, thank you for the, for the warm intro. So yeah, kind of entrepreneurship is kind of I think it's been ingrained in my DNA. Uh, I've got uh, my grandfather, my dad, my mom, my grandmother, and I've got uh, several cousins that are kind of uh, entrepreneurs as well. Uh, but before starting GreenPal, I was uh, in corporate IT sales, so doing the sales side of uh, uh, just kind of anything tech, um, and that's kind of where I actually met my uh, one of our uh, another one of our four co-founders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ross Brooks. So there's uh, myself, Brian Clayton, Zach Hendricks, and Ross Brooks that make up the, the co-founding team of, of GreenPal. And uh, so all of us were actually in the corporate world except for Brian Clayton. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian actually had one of the largest landscaping companies in Middle Tennessee. 
And um, he kind of, uh, you know, good friends growing up and uh, grew up in the same hometown with the same high school. So we're always, right. you know, uh, running around together. And, um, you know, he was looking to exit his business and, uh, you know, was kind of contemplating what, what next, actually. And uh, it was kind of the time that Airbnb kind of had gotten started and started kind of getting a little bit of traction. Right. Um, and so he, he basically came to me and was like, you know, I've, I've got these 30 or 40 homeowners that call my business every single day. And they call me and ask me for residential mowing. I don't do residential mowing. <laughs> and when I recommend uh, somebody to them, they always call me back and say, oh, that guy's too busy. That guy just, you know, can't do it till next week. Like, you know, right. can you guys come out and do it? And he's like, well, you know, like I told you the first time, you know, we don't do residential. <laughs> and, you know, after months of that and, you know, seeing Airbnb, it's like, well, there's got to be an easier way for a homeowner that needs their lawn cut to get it done by a guy sure. that wants to do it. You know, that is that is in the neighborhood anyway or that is on his route or anything like that. So we kind of put our heads together four years ago. And uh, started writing a business plan, started talking to people, and, uh, you know, just kind of said, hey, let's go ahead and do it. And uh, right. here we are four years later. That's amazing. I mean, four years into this, and um, and and you've managed to, to build an operation. Now, you say your other partner, your one partner had a lawn care business, in, uh, or he had been in the lawn care business for quite some time. You yourself, your background, um, and did you say was it software or? Uh... Yeah, it was a basically IT sales. So okay, anything IT sales. under the IT umbrella. I okay, and your other your other two partners, did they have kind of they come from similar entrepreneur backgrounds? Yeah, um, you know they were all in IT sales as well, and uh, you know we just kind of you, you, when you have an idea, you kind of run it by your oh, yeah. friends, and they'll tell you the truth. Like, oh man, this really sucks. Like, <laughs> Same with your day job. You know, there's no way to make any money at this. Right. And so we kind of ran those, you know, by our close close friends, Zach and, and Ross, and they were like, you know, I think you've got something here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we all just kind of kept getting together, getting together weekly, and then, like, this is what we should do. And, uh, you know, kind of formulated a strategy to, to how we could actually get this thing to launch and get right. it to work and, and, and have it be successful. Man, I, I tell you, I love uh, I love the service. Now, you, let's talk about the how you go about growing this business uh, because part of it, on one end, you're signing up homeowners. I mean, that's part mm-hmm. of the that's part of the process is getting them on board, and mm-hmm. then uh, you're connecting them with uh, other qualified lawn care professionals that are in your area. Now, before we get into the marketing part let's kind of walk people through how that works. So on one end, you got the customers, they sign up for the service. And then on the other side, you've got a select uh, group of companies in the area that are, I guess, certified professionals in your mind. I I guess they probably go through a screening process and so forth to be part of your service. And then you connect them with the, uh, with the customers, right? Correct. Correct. And uh, before we even got started with, you know, with actually, you know, writing a line of code or anything like that, you know, we were, we were all brainstorming like, okay, before we waste all this money on building a website that right. who knows is going to come to it, we just kind of, you know, just decided to, hey, let's, uh, let's go door to door to homeowners <laughs> yeah. in the area 
And so we all got our iPads and, uh, you know, we made a, a questionnaire and we literally for a month straight, we went knocking on people's doors to ask them, you know, A, uh, do you use a lawn care service? Right. Uh, and then, and then B, you know, what would, you know, what would you change about that lawn service? Yeah. You know, and, you know, basically, you know, our intent was to get, well, I'd really like to, to just, you know, not have to leave a check under their mat or, or, or anything like that. I just wish sure. I could kind of, you know, just change them if I wanted to, because I don't want to have the face to face interaction of having to fire a guy. That's why I have it. You know, that's why he's still my lawn <laughs> yeah. guy. So we, we did that for about a month to, to make sure that, you know, that, uh, uh, that we had, you know, a, a business that people would actually use. And then something that, you know, that, that you, we thought we had right was, you know, most people would, would, would complain about price. Like, we want the cheapest price possible. But in those door-to-door interviews that we had, all these people were like, price is last. It's, it's the vendor. It's how good he is. And, 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 and seeing his work and seeing, you know, you know his, his equipment and stuff like that. So, we took that feedback and put it into our vendor review system. So we actually interview every single one of our vendors before mm-hmm. they come into our platform. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that they have insurance, they have commercial grade equipment, they have right. references. And also, you know, that they're a real person and, you know, that they know a little bit about the business and, and stuff like that. So uh, in a nutshell, you know, that's, that's the, 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 the main thing that, that we've done is just make sure those vendors are great. Mm-hmm. And so they're not just uh, John, that great experience. Some Johnny come lately with a uh, with a push mower in the back of his truck. Uh, uh, yeah, and then you know <laughs> you you run over somebody's uh, right. you know, somebody's flowers. Yeah, and then, yeah. You know they're they're looking at us and you're like, well, yeah, it's, that's our fault because we didn't do our due diligence on the back end. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of that, that's what we pride ourselves on is giving that homeowner. Hey, in in three clicks, you can have five quotes from local pros in your area. Right now, right now, I I know you're in Nashville. Does how wide does this service range from the Nashville area? Do you go beyond Nashville um, uh, for the for this type of service? Yes. Yeah, so we're uh, we're in Nashville, uh, Atlanta, the Tampa mm-hmm. St. Pete area, and then we're also launching in St. Louis. Uh, in the beginning of April. Okay, great, great. Uh, wow, just right around the corner. That's super. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's not enough time in the day. Yeah, I, I hear that. Now, typically, how many vendors uh, for each area? I mean, it, I I guess there's probably not a set. You're you're kind of qualifying. Uh, you probably want as many qualified as you can, you know, to be able to service the number of clients. So, typically, on average, you know, how many per uh, area or territory do you, do you have working through that service? Well, it kind of depends. Um, so when we lost our first market in Tampa, um, you know, we were kind of having, you know, trouble getting vendors to sign up because, you know, we weren't boots on the ground down there. You're trying to do something 600 miles away. It, it, it's tough. So, you know, what we learned from launching in Tampa is that we have to have the, uh, the vendors in line before we can launch a market. Right. And uh, the average that we try to keep for, for launching is around 15 in a specific geo area. So in Nashville, we have 15 really solid vendors that, that, that are our go-tos. But, we sure. know, we have probably 30 or 40 that we use that, you know, they're they're maxed out. You know, they don't need 10 or 20 more launch. They just need maybe five or 10 yeah. to, you know, 
to, to buy something that they wouldn't normally be able to afford. Right. So what we're trying to do is, is have the, the ratio of, of vendors to where we can keep them engaged to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. We'd rather have 50 vendors that have 100 lawns each than 1,000 vendors with five lawns each. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's that's good. Um, so let's talk about that as, as far as growing your business, because I know it's always, you know, for any startup, that's the um, that's the challenge. Um, you talk about signing up home home homeowners. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned it's it that's not too hard is getting people to sign up because it's nothing out on their part. And it's kind of a, a beneficial service. But the hard part is always getting people to talk about um, right. talk about your business because I mean, you know, as excited as they are, you know, um, you know, we're talking lawn care. So it's, it's not like something people go out of their way. Now, occasionally, you know, that happens, but, uh, it's just not the uh, sexiest thing out there. What are some things that you do? And I want to get into talking about, cause you guys came up with some really creative ways, uh, to set yourself apart and really get people to talking about that. And so let's get into that. What, what are some ways that you are able to target customers and, uh, and really get them to start talking to other people, their friends, their neighbors about your service? Yeah. So, um, you know, with any, with any company, I mean, you can spend three, $4,000 of, of a month on, you know, AdWords or Facebook advertisements, but, um, you know, we, we did that and it didn't work out so well. So, you know, we tried to figure out a way like, okay, what is the best way that, uh, your neighbor will tell you about our service? Um, and, and it was kind of one of those that we kind of looked at the data of what we had about that homeowner, like try to find some sort of, okay, like we thought our target market was going to be dinks, dual income, no kids, you know, they have the discretionary <laughs> right. income to, to, to spend for lawn care. Um, and, and what we did one day is, is, is Brian and I went and, and drove a route of a vendor to see if we could find a target market for, mm-hmm. for a, a homeowner. And we couldn't find it. It was anywhere from a million dollar house to a $30,000 house. Right. So uh, it's like, uh, okay, well, this, <laughs> this, this backfired. So yeah. we had no way to actually target. But one thing that we did have that a lot of our customers did fill out on our forums was that they had pets. Mm. Um, you know, like, Hey, I've got, uh, I've got three dogs. They'll be in the, we'll, they'll be in the back of the fence. Please let me know when you're on your way so I can let them. Sure. In. Sure. And we kind of thought like, okay, that'd be a great way. How could we, uh, how could we attack, uh, you know, that segment yep. to where, you know, we could exploit them having pets and, and I have a dog and mm-hmm. I'll do anything for that dog, you sure. know? So uh, we kind of tossed around an idea and, uh, at first it kind of sounded a little crazy, um, you know, we pitched the idea of, okay, so when these people fill out, I have a pet, you know, we're going to send them a dog bone or, or catnip if they actually sign up for the service and, and basically thanking them for, you know, for using our service. And, uh, you know, we did it a few times. It, I mean, $100 worth of bones and, you know, dollar envelopes. And it, it, it costs us about $2, $2.50 to send one. But, yeah. I mean, immediately the feedback was uh, was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for sending this. I'm going to make sure to share this on social media and stuff like that. So we're like, okay, we may have, you know, we kind of may have gotten, uh, you know, we may have started the trend here. Yeah. And so we just continued to keep doing it and keep doing it. And, uh, you know, during our, our, our research, a lot of our a lot of our customers were coming from Yelp. Yeah. Um, you know, they were doing lawn care Yelp. and. Yep there was a direct correlation with 
the Yelp reviews that we got Mm -hmm. with the dog bone campaign with our business going up. Mm -hmm. So we just kind of thought, Hey, this is, uh, you know, this is a, this is a great opportunity to, 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 to kind of, you know, keep doing, keep exercising and, and keep growing it. And, uh, let me tell you, it's been, uh, you know, it, it's been phenomenal, but that little bitty act of, of kindness, you know, can, oh, yeah. uh, can, can, can fuel your, your, your word of mouth. And how much something like that costs you? I mean, going out, buying bones, buying whatever cat toys or, or catnip or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, the only, the only thing that I think the dog bones, I think we get a hundred of them for like 50 or 60 bucks. So all in, you know, it's, two dollars two dollars and fifty cents to send them out uh, and we also personalize them some people will actually put you know buster and jojo or our two dogs so we'll actually you know put their names on oh, there that's, fun. And, uh, that's cool yeah so it's really interesting and, and it's fun to to see those people thanking us personally and and those are the people that you want you want those people that that review socially those are the ones that can talk sure. to have the outreach to kind of spread the word and and to be honest with you, it's it, it's 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 cheap compared to you know a pay per click ad. So, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and it's personal. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's personal, very personal, man. It gets and buy in. And I think you know, I, I love you know, social media is great and everything, but I think that's one one aspect where we have gotten away from just the connection, the social aspect of really touching right. base and touching people's uh, that emotion of really getting personal and saying, you know what, just here's, here's something for your dog or something like that. You don't get that from social media and you get it yeah. with uh, something that you're doing, which is very, uh, very inexpensive that you can do. Mm-hmm. And how do you, um, how do you, how do these pack? I mean, do, do you guys drop these in a, you know, like a bubble wrap or I mean, so, <laughs> yeah. an envelope or I mean, a little... that, that's a, there's no high tech about that. It is, <laughs> it is hand packing them and, uh, We'll also include a, a thank you card as well, and another kind yeah. of uh, a little marketing piece that we that we kind of throw in there as well is um, scent marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, running uh, on the treadmill one day, and I saw this this special on I don't know if it's CNN or something about scent marketing about how Cinnabon in the in the in the front of of the mall actually has their 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 burners in the front, so you can smell, smell the, yeah. the cinnamon bun oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like. I wonder how we could incorporate, you know, this because scent is the, I mean, it's the, it's one of the like, you know, strongest emotions that we have. Yep. And uh, so I was kind of looking online and there's a company called Demeter Fragrant mm-hmm. and they basically make any sort of fragrance that you want. If you want a rubber cologne, they have it. You're kidding. And so they actually, yeah, I promise you, and they actually have a freshly cut lawn scent. <laughs> And so wow. <laughs> I'm not making this up, I promise. And, um, you know, we, we spray those onto our thank you card. Mm-hmm. Just as like, okay, when, when they smell this, we want them to associate, you know, fresh cut lawns with green pal. Yeah. So that's another tidbit that we also that's use amazing. To, to, to kind of spark that, uh, that subconscious uh, feeling with our customers. And it really smells like, uh, I mean, you, you, it, you really does smell like freshly cut. It smells like freshly cut grass. That I mean, I'll uh, I'll incredible. I'll spray the cards, and, and like an hour later, I'll be at, at you know eating or something like that. You know, one of the guys is like, man, you you still like grass? Like that's good. 
I hope I have to keep spraying these cards because if we don't, we'll be in trouble. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, what is that website? I'm just curious. What is that website again? Yeah, with no, the it's fra- called Demeter Fragrance. Demeter Fragrance. I got to check that uh, out. D e m e t e r. Yeah, it's a it's an amazing company, man. Oh it's, man, uh, very niche. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Man, this is cool. I love this. I love uh, the du- the direct marketing approach uh, because people are email, social media, everything today. Yeah. And I think that's important. You know, you got to have that, but you get, you know, there's different aspects to marketing. And I think that um, we've kind of gotten away from a lot of the things that still work today, which is that direct response, that direct uh, direct marketing approach that has been powerful since the turn of, uh, the 20th century, you know, I mean, it's yeah. uh, nothing changes human, you know, human psychology doesn't change a whole lot. Um, you know, the, the fundamentals don't. So I, I love this. Yeah. It, it, it's tough. I mean, when was the last time you got a thank you card from somebody, yeah. you know, for, yeah. for doing business with Absolutely. you? Absolutely. That's kind of, that was my point. It's like I, the last time I have had a handwritten letter is, you know, decades. It's, it's, so, uh, it's really know. unheard of today. And I think about it, you remind me that, you know, I have, you know, a fence, uh, a fence company that does work on your fence. The, you know, the guy, uh, mm-hmm. the plumber, the guy, you know, the people that come out and do all the service work on your house. I never see, uh, you know, just even a follow-up postcard that says, you know, we well, just want mm-hmm. to say thank you. And, uh, thank you for your, uh, your business or anything like that. You know, it's almost unheard of today and just taking a little extra time and a little extra, uh, that's very low cost expense. Uh, you can mm-hmm. incorporate something like what you're doing and really, uh, capitalize on that, man. I love it. I love what you guys are doing. What is the, uh, now, as far as implementing this, do you have some kind of, are you, do you have people that are kind of put in place to do this? Are you guys doing a lot of this yourself and, and, uh, yeah. in the early stages or how, how did, do you have a system set up for, for getting these out? Well, so the, the system is me, um, I get alerted pretty much <laughs> yeah. when, uh, when, when all of the customers, you know, that sign up, you know, indicate okay. if they have a pet or not. Gotcha. So it, it's really a, a hand cranking manual process right, right now. There's, you know, down the road, uh, it would be, it would be fantastic to, to do it, but yeah, it's, it's pretty much all automated right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I make sure to go to the post office after hours so mm-hmm. there's not anybody behind me in line that's uh, waiting for me to send out my 30, 40 bones at a, at a time. So, Man, that is so cool. Um, again, I, I want to let people know, you know, they can find out more about your business by going to, is it yourgreenpal.com? And find that out more correct. about the service. And again, if you would, Gene, mention the uh, the areas uh, again that you're located. Obviously, Nashville. You mentioned Atlanta. What are some of the? And you're coming to St. Louis, but what are the other uh, the other some of the other cities? Yeah, so we're servicing Nashville and the surrounding counties. So uh, okay. Nashville, uh, Brentwood, Franklin, uh, Smyrna, Laverne, and uh, in Murfreesboro. So that area. Also, uh, Atlanta, the, mm-hmm. the Atlanta area, we've got some really good vendors uh, in Atlanta. Uh, Tampa and St. Petersburg as well. And then in uh, March, or I'm sorry, in April, uh, we will be launching in St. Louis. Yeah. Man, a lot on the horizon. Got to get you guys over in Knox, Vegas over here in my, my uh, neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Zach, one of our co-founders, he 
would have to uh, twist his arm. He's a huge UT fan. Well, so, I was going to say, uh, we'll send out probably... some uh, some bright orange uh, bones, you know? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> we'll call it, yeah, the Neyland, the Neyland or the uh, big orange bones, I guess. We'll send them out. And, yeah, uh, we'll, send a, we'll send a big one over to you. Maybe something with we'll a power team. We'll have hand deliver it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, man, I, I look forward to uh, to uh, following up with you and staying. I think you guys have a great, amazing business uh, that you guys are, are up and coming four years into that, a million dollars in gross revenue. And you can find out more about Gene and their company over at yourgreenpal.com. And uh, Gene, man, I appreciate you joining me today. I think the biggest takeaway from this that listeners should have, uh, whether it relates to if they need you know, a service or if they just need kind of a marketing takeaway is that you know, word of mouth can be powerful, but if you give somebody something memorable to remember you by, I think that's the key. You know, people just say, hey, share my business with your, uh, with your friends and family that ain't going to cut it. You know, you really got to find a way to, uh, you got to find a way to kind of get their attention and stand out and, uh, add that personal flair, that brand to it. And you guys have found a way to tap into that. Yeah, we, we enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we love working with our vendors and, and helping homeowners. So, uh, you know, we'll keep doing it and, uh, uh, hopefully we'll keep having the growth that we're having and, uh, you know, keep, uh, keep our vendors happy. Well, congratulations. I know this, this, uh, this time of year is, uh, is already ramping up and is super busy. And, uh, so I'll let you get back and, but I appreciate you coming on and spending a little bit of time with me. And like like I said, I'm, uh, soon to be in St. Louis. We got to get you guys over this way, but, uh, uh, let me know in any way we can help out for sure to get the word out. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to help you out. I'd love to catch up with you and maybe grab some lunch when I'm in the Nashville area. That'd be great. I would, I would love to. Thank you so much, Jonathan. I appreciate it. Hey, have a great weekend, man. You too.